What's up, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode here at RNFM Radio, episode 204. That's right. Firmly planted in 200 or beyond 200, that is. We are here. So you've got some questions. We're here because we've got answers. And today, this show is going to be, again, another one off the hook. They're all they're all just off the hook, but all of us are together in the same place again. So this kind of builds off of or segues into or parlays into, eh, I don't know. It's, it's not the same subject matter, but it is definitely something that we are passionate about. It was something that we were sitting around thinking about, talking about. Like literally the, the the night before we recorded this and we were like, wait, 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 we have got to do a show about this. And I think you're going to actually like this from a conference standpoint and from a speaking at conferences standpoint, especially if this is your business and really what that means and what you have to look for, really what you have to advocate for for yourself and what's going on out there in the ethers when it comes to speaking uh, at these conferences, at these events. We know that you're here to find out more information. You want to elevate your career, elevate your business, elevate you as a brand or just learn if you're a student. We're all students here. And so I think this one will be somewhat, well, it'll be a lot funny and I think informative from each of our perspectives as we have all been speakers, professional speakers, get paid to speak. And we, I think we got something to offer. So why don't we get into the show and get on with, there's, there's definitely gonna be some laughter in here, probably mostly me, but hopefully you'll have some laughs as well. And then I'll tie up anything at the end of the show if I need to. We are recording. We're recording and Stella is with us. She Stella, is. she is here. We're recording. I don't even know what episode we're going to call this one. It does, I don't know if that has to be called. You got to get that phone? No, of course not. Oh, okay. All right, fine. So anyway, this is part duh, <laughs> duh of the show where we are all in Colorado. The oh. trifecta. What? I didn't understand what? why it was part duh. Duh. No, I know, but like we this is We just finished recording it like two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why it's part two. My point is this topic has nothing to do with last week's topic. It That's doesn't okay. have anything to do with last, e- last week's topic, but it has to do with the fact that we're all together. Exactly. Right on. Physically. In the same room. Yeah, we are. And we the kept same- Keith in the middle so he can keep turning his <laughs> neck. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if you hadn't listened to that episode, I was giving them pointers on the mic, trying to keep the mic so that you folks are like, what in the world? Are they like in cars driving by? Because it's like... Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm at the Indy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, speaking of Indy, are there conferences there? Speaking gigs? I'm sure there are. Absolutely. Yeah. I just got an a email about nurses on coalitions, which I'm on a board. So I'm very, um, I want nurses to be on boards. What do you say? Advocate for that. So uh, nurses on coalition conference happening in August in Indianapolis or somewhere in that great state of Indiana. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, that's fine. You can hit the cord. That's okay. a, like we're live. This is we're not live. I mean, we're live right now because we are all living and breathing creatures on the mics. Hey, buddy. But what we wanted to segue into, which that was a quick segue. It doesn't normally happen like after like a minute. Uh, we we're going to be talking about conferences. We're going to be talking about speaking, really. And right. Speaking conferences. Speaking keynotes, non-being keynotes, speaking at a workshop, maybe making your own workshop, speaking. Right. So we're not talking about anything when it comes to discussion or speaking. It's just speaking. That's right. We're not even speaking right now. I think our lips are moving, but I don't know what's coming out of it. Telepathy. 
Sprechen die Deutsch? <laughs> we have a new co-host here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yes. So anyway, I speaking of speaking, because we just speaking in circles, how do we want to just rock people's faces off on this one? Because I think we really want to drive a message home. Well, the thing is that when we become experts in something, something we can choose to do if we would like to do it, is speak at conferences, speak at seminars, put on our own events like Elizabeth does on a regular basis, or do pre-conference workshops, or put on our own workshops. So there's lots of ways to actually hop up on stage and speak publicly, which some of you might be melting into a puddle right now Mm. because the notion of speaking in front of people makes you want to tear your hair out and stuff your mouth with jelly beans and run down the street. I think it's the biggest fear in in the... You know, in the most, ethers, yeah. Most people. likely, public speaking yes. is really up there. I never thought I would be a public speaker. And doing podcasts at first was quite a stretch for me because I couldn't stand the sound of my voice. And then doing video is still a stretch for me, though I'm getting used to it thanks to the two of you. But I've actually learned that I can get up on stage in front of 300 people and have a really fantastic time. It's really energizing. There's adrenaline there. Totally. I was just thinking about that, though, about the comment about hearing your own voice. I remember riding in the van. And weren't we talking about that? We were playing the podcast. Well, we were. How weird was that? We should have gotten some sort of video on that. Elizabeth and I are in the car listening to our (laughs) podcast together. And we're cracking up at each other like as if we weren't there. I've never heard it before. It was awesome. Wow, this is pretty good. Wow, these guys are great. I know. What is this show? I need to subscribe. How do you do? RNFMRadio.com. And there's a how to listen to us button right there. That's right. Perfect. Speaking of speaking, you can speak on a podcast so that you're not standing in front of people, but we're really talking here about live events, right? Yes, I think so. I mean, because there's reasons Mm -hmm. we want to talk about the benefits, the multitude of benefits that are there. We want to talk about the money. I mean, we are chomping at the bit over in that corner of the room, far side to talk about money. We want to talk about the reasons why you choose to keynote versus not, or decide I'm going to pass down that speaking opportunity. Okay. So Elizabeth, Please share with the audience and your compatriots here. She's sitting up and putting her glasses further up her She's nose. She's got some great posture. She does have awesome posture. Oh, She's yay. a yogi. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. So, Elizabeth, Ms. Scala, what are some of the benefits of an entrepreneur, a nursepreneur, a solopreneur, et cetera, getting up on stage in front of people and speaking publicly? Money, 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 money. <laughs> Right. No, I mean, it could be your revenue. Let's, we have, there are many speakers out there. That's their business. They, um, we'll talk to that. Um, it could be a way to grow your exposure. You know, you get more people to your email list. You get more people to your website. You get people buying your book. You get more speaking from the speaking. Literally in North Carolina, I stepped down off the stage and the first question, I thought someone was going to ask me a question. They said, can you come to my event in September? And I was like, cha-ching. So uh, there are great benefits because you're growing your reach, you're, you're showing you're an expert, you're being visible, and you're having fun. And you're like a rock star. Oh, it's awesome. Like, I wish I could hold the mic like this and not move around like on the stage, you yeah. know, because they give you those little pedal mics and they're kind of sometimes cheesy and they're fun. One time I had to hold it and I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I've a keynote and I'm I've holding this. I'm like, yeah. seriously, can somebody get a paper clip or something here that I can like mm-hmm. put this on my shirt? She does, folks. She actually has a bandana wrapped around her head. She's kind of got like an Axl Rose thing going on. So 
she just broke I don't think I've rocked the bandana here, though. I do have one for when you see me in the morning with my fro. Yeah, That's I'm right. just saying. She's just You're keeping the hair back. Yeah. I have a Jew fro. You have a scholar fro. It's fun. So can I tell my story? Oh, please. Let me, let me get my cookies and milk <laughs> and I'm going to have a seat and listen to Well, because we discussed story. this last night. You know, Keith and I were going back and forth uh, about keynoting uh, versus speaking in a conference amidst a, a you know bag of speakers. And I said, these days where I'm at my business, I choose to be the main event. I prefer to be the keynote. I am not going to be in the middle of the day. I'm just, that's my decision. And the reason is I've done that. And I was just telling them before I got on the radio, I literally cried at a conference because the conference host did not even realize I was there. I was shuffled to and from. Nobody paid attention to me. I had a crappy room. No one picked me up at the airport. I mean, it was a terrible experience. And I said to myself, they don't even know that I'm here. How is this helping my business? So then from that day forward, I made a conscious decision. Unless someone's calling me to, to give a keynote and is paying me money to do it, I'm going to turn it down. I've got other things to do in my business and it's going to take up my time just to do the busy work. And that's my personal choice. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it, folks. That's a good story and I'm glad you're sticking to it. And I want to share with the audience that I'm in a slightly different place in my speaking career Kevin and Elizabeth are trying to disabuse me of that place where I am and kick my butt to the next level. So I'm listening to what they have to say. And I've been speaking with other friends and colleagues who speak out there, Renee Thompson and others. So I'm still doing speaking gigs that aren't keynotes. And I'm speaking, I'm in a bag of speakers, as Elizabeth said a few minutes ago. And so far, it's worked out just fine for me. So there's a point coming fairly soon, I think, where I'm going to get to the same place where Elizabeth is. And Elizabeth made the point yesterday, it's a mindset thing to a large extent. Well, and you're reminding me of one of the lessons in the On the Pulse Academy, where we just recorded um, related to branding and your expertise and going through those steps of, you know, owning and honing and then, you know, essentially at the end, flowing into your expertise and that's your brand. And I, you have your brand. So you move yourself along that flow. <laughs> okay. Teach. <laughs> All right. I know Ke Kevin's very quiet. He, he's like, please ask me a question about the dollars and cents. <laughs> oh, the dollars and cents. No, I have some yeah. things to say about this too, but no. let's bring you on the, let's bring you on the air. <laughs> hey, thanks for welcoming back to the show. <laughs> anyway, the weather is um, not as hot as I would hope. Anyway. It is sunny folk. We're not going to be standing in soccer later in the rain. Right. I mean, standing on the field in the ring. This is actually, Colorado. Just wait a minute. And Elizabeth, actually, you played soccer before, so you might even jump in on the field. No, I would love that. I mean, I wanted, I really wanted to be more active at that first game, but with the rain, my, my glasses, like I couldn't see anything. And I told your boys, I need little windshield wipers on my frames. Yeah. We were getting rain out of that game. We played the game in the rain. Oh, it we're, was awful. We're tough out here. So take okay. that East Coast grit that you think you have and whatever. Welcome back to the show, <laughs> talking about speaking. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, right. So we, we do want to talk about the money aspects here. And so it's not about, again, get in a good mindset with the money. Now, Elizabeth and I actually did a great lesson in one of our modules talking about getting in a mindset of negotiating your fees. So you're not just charging people just to charge people. This is, this is a business. Even if you are a career nurse and you're an employee, this is still a side business that you have. You should be, you are a valuable member of not only society as a nurse, healthcare provider, whatever you're doing, but, you know, as an individual, as a professional, you need to be compensated for it straight up. You'd need to be 
just, you know, get get the fees. I mean, you, know, you, you need to get did, paid. Right. You did that training. You yeah. have that experience. The knowledge is in your head. You are there to share with the audience. And I love that example you gave when we were recording that lesson. If someone invests $1,000 in your speaking presentation and they make 15000 off of it because of some outcome you provide them with, well, duh, it's a no-brainer. Right. And those numbers are low, my friend. No, 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 no. That was just... <laughs> An example. Yeah, and maybe uh, we'll just preface that that is just that was just a... Ballpark. That's not even a ballpark. I meant but, like, let's yeah. just throw an example out there. It was just a round number. It just worked. That's what I meant, round number. Yeah, just a nice round number that worked. So the thing is, is that it's, it's an investment in who you are and what you're bringing to the table. Because if somebody is asking you to speak at their event, whatever that is, then they must assume you have some value to bring that the whoever is attending, the attendees coming to that conference or that event need to learn something, then you are obviously teaching them. Now, of course, you can Google a lot of things and find things on the interwebs to learn from, but aren't we all investing financially a lot in higher education, in continuing education? So, I mean, that's kind of really part of it. So I would even say expect to pay a little something at the door to get in to learn from someone who is speaking and obviously, or I hope, getting paid to speak that you're learning from. Because I think the value levels up if the speakers are paid. I mean, I don't want to splinter, splinter that conversation, but if somebody's getting paid and Elizabeth is like, oh, uh-huh, you know, they are going to bring it. They are going to rock your faces off and bring value to you because oh, yeah. that's their job. Yeah, because otherwise my fear would be, oh God, they're going to take the money after I leave. They want to take it back. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, again, think about that, folks. Like, even if you have to pay an entry fee to get into a conference, and I don't want to get too much of like, should you attend a conference? We'll talk about that just a little bit in broad strokes. But we just, we were sitting around in the same office thinking like, and Elizabeth was right. She was like, if I'm not keynote, then, you know, I'm sorry, I have to turn that down. And it's not because of her swole head that I joked with her last night about. She doesn't have a swole head. Sometimes when she gets up in the morning, the hair is everywhere and it looks a little bit bigger, but it's the same size. It really is. I love when it flaps in the front. The fun thing about having this short haircut these days is when you sleep on the back of your head, it pushes the curls forward. So then it's all flapping into this, right. like, you know, flock of seagulls frontward motion. Right. So, <laughs> look, so, all right, swole head, let me ask you this. I mean, because you have other stuff going on in your life, in your businesses. So... To keynote and get a B, get a return, you know, on your investment of time, it needs to be at a certain level and you need to be at a certain level at these events to, to provide that same value because you already have other things going on, right? So you command a certain type of fee and you've kind of got to be, you know, keynote, rock people's faces off. You're kind of in, you're out. Not to say that you're not connecting. You are, but you've got to be able to provide value to your other folks too. That's right. I feel like... The reason I make those decisions is because I don't have the bandwidth to say yes to all of these other programs uh, because then I wouldn't be able to have time to work on this podcast. We wouldn't have time to create these video courses. I mean, you know, so it really is a prioritization. And I think that's why, you know, speakers are paid the fees that they are. It's not just the one hour presentation. It's the prep work that goes into it. It's the travel. It's the, you know, you're thinking about the talk. You're kind of putting your energy into it. I mean, I literally stand up and practice or I sit and kind of just feel how it's going to be when I get there. There's a lot of like non-work going into speaking work. So, well, and let me say what you're doing is prepping 
we're prepping the folks here to say, like, you might not just get like one speaking gig and that's it. You've got a lot of moving parts, Elizabeth. You have a lot, of, and so does Keith. You have a lot of moving parts. So to get the fee that you need to make that happen, because you're right, there's a lot of prep. There's a lot of things that go on on the front end, on the back end and everything. And by you traveling to this place, business still has to happen, right? Right. So you might need to delegate and pay other people to do those things, right? Exactly. Because we don't want to forget about you. Like this podcast, we don't want to forget about you. Like what if we all just went out and were speaking constantly and we did it for free all the time and then we weren't able to... No money to pay, you know, someone to help us with our emails, someone to help with social media. I mean, we wouldn't have the income to put it back into our business. And to you, the community. Right. Yeah. Are you saying that people out there might have this little fear inside them that we're going to forget them? They better not. No way. I'm not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. So in fact, we are we are we are growing and coming at you in many more ways than one. In your face, <laughs> we're swole doubling head and all. down. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we That's are right. visible. <laughs> yeah. So there's lots of opportunities to speak. There are these conferences that happen all over. There are specialty conferences like the Infusion Nurses Society or something like that. There's also, there's conferences related to nursing or business. And then there's the conferences that aren't really related to healthcare at all. So Kevin, you have other areas of expertise where you're brought in to speak and it's not about nursing or healthcare in any way whatsoever. No, I mean, the majority of conferences I either attend or speak at or am involved with are mostly non-healthcare. I would mm-hmm. say it's almost like an 80-20, maybe even 90-10. Right. Because it's, it's either where I align or I feel like, not to say I don't align with healthcare, but it's about building knowledge, expertise, connections, networking in a certain niche that I'm trying to kind of, and of course I just said niche, but I'm trying to niche down. So I'll say niche. I'm trying to niche down in a certain area of my other companies. Right, right. And for some of the folks listening, I'm having a feeling they're thinking, oh my God, I can't even start to think about this thing about the fees and everything because I have never spoken in, in front of more than 10 people. And what I want to dial back to is this idea of starting to practice. If you feel like you want to speak publicly, there are different ways to get started. So Elizabeth, what would you say to a listener who maybe has just launched a business or might be launching a business or has some level of expertise they would like to start speaking. What's a good way to start? In my opinion, I hope I don't, you know, turn you off or the, anyone. The but head is swelling. I know. Well, maybe the practice. Ooh, my chair just freaked out on me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it does. There's got a lot of moving parts. On yeah. That. You could practice in your room, like in your mirror, in your office. You could practice by putting videos out on your website. But I believe that you have gone through the training. You have the value. Again, as I said this before, you can charge money in the beginning, even if you're not charging the big bucks. But you can't. To me, again, when I used to travel around to local A chapters, even if it wasn't like you know, mega money, I would still say an honorarium, a fee, something. I'm not driving all the way to like Northern Pennsylvania just for my health. So you can practice, I think, to yourself, to your family, to your colleagues, to maybe like supportive coworkers that want to listen to you talk um, or just by practicing and putting up some video. But that's my, mm-hmm. you know. And other people who I know will do things like join a chapter of Toastmasters because it's a place to get feedback. Because for some people, starting to speak publicly is a big deal. And they feel like, yeah, I have the expertise, but I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know how to stand. 
I don't know the first thing about how to own a stage when I stand on it. So I worked with actually a speaking coach and a, a movement coach to be able to get more comfortable being in front of a group. Some people, it comes naturally to them. I need a little bit of coaching and it helped me a lot. Just two sessions took me five rungs up in terms of my level of comfort. I really didn't know what to do with my hands. And that's one of the hardest things for a speaker is what do you do with your hands? How do you seem natural? So sometimes that kind of coaching is really helpful. We have life coaches, we have career coaches, we have business coaches. So some people might want to engage a speaking coach to get to that place where they feel like they have some chops. I wish we could rewind and I ask you the question. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Nice. Exactly. Too Any- late. Anything else on this topic of speaking? Well, no. Can I play? <laughs> have, we, have we spoken it out? No. <laughs> no. And um, could I, I'll play devil's advocate with the reimbursement for just a hot second here because you, this is a slippery slope that you can get into. So I'll ask either one of you, but Elizabeth with the swole head, let me ask you too and, and get in on this. Because I, no, I kid. I, I, honor and respect what you're saying because I'm in the same lane as you when it comes to being reimbursed for the expertise. Cause you know, Elizabeth, when you go and, and kill it and crush it, you are bringing true value to people. And, and I tried to do the same thing, but for someone who is starting out, when we say, all right, the, the idea of cutting your teeth on this small, you know, group setting, this like meetup group or a small conference where maybe there's 10, 20, 30 people in there. There's not a lot going on. But what about a situation where you know that the, the conference that you're going to go to, and it's almost guaranteed that somebody's going to be there that you want to get to know better, that maybe it could be end up a joint venture or some sort of partnership down the road. Would it be a good investment of your time to say, okay, I need to cut my teeth on something. However, there's this person or this group of people that I know if I can connect with them, even if I got paid, let's say, uh, if I commanded a several thousand dollars for a keynote versus I bet you this could net me something even much larger in the next couple months because well, of who I meet. I'm glad you asked that question. Ooh, she took the sunglasses off. No, because I'm going to respond completely honestly again. I understand what you're saying and I hear your point, but let's go back to that conference where I was brought in, I was flown in, I was treated like garbage <laughs> i'm wow. crying in the hotel room the evening after even though the talk was great people were coming up to me oh the talk was great great this woman promised me that there would be prominent people there that i would get speaking that she would have me speak in other events none of that has panned out or happened so i think my response to that would be you have to make it a decision on a case-by-case basis you have to go with your gut you have to know the organizer of the event and if they have credibility and hold water. If they say there's going to be someone in the audience that's going to connect with you and that doesn't pan out, well, then you're out of luck again. And guess what? That sucks even more. So if it's someone you know because you've created a relationship online and you've taken it offline and you really trust them and they promise this, then okay, I can see someone kind of doing that. But if you don't really know this person and they're promising you these other things, me personally would now at this point kind of uh, be skeptical about it. You know, recently I've been asked to speak in Toronto and I'm going and it is at a lesser fee, I'd say. Um, however, I get to say I'm an international speaker. So uh-huh. that's why right. I'm doing that in Canada. Right. right. And when I speak at conferences, many conferences I go to, 
I may not be paid a lot of money for that, but they may give me, you know, travel uh, stipend. They may cover, they'll usually cover the hotel. They'll cover food, uh, the flight. They'll also give me a booth at the conference as part of the compensation so that I can sell books. I can connect with potential clients. And I've found at some of those conferences, the clientele that comes out of that is worth it in and of itself. So you all might not agree with that, but there's some of the conferences I go to, I find are worthwhile because of that. Well, that's what we were talking about when we opened this up. There are other benefits. I think you just, as a person, you have to know and make the decision on a case-by-case basis. You are going to go do that because you want to look for clients. I'm not working with one-on-one clients. Sure, I want to sell my book, but if they tell me, no, we don't allow the speakers to sell books at this event, I might weigh that into my consideration if I'm going to do it or not. Yeah, well, and and you made the valid point. That's that's really the answer that I wanted to tease out, is that you've got to vet the situation. She's looking at me like, really? I ain't yeah. the way you wanted me Brush to? Brush my shoulders yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that posture is working well for you. No, it's exactly what I wanted. Not to say that I wanted you to say that because I you haven't- You were inside my brain. Well, I haven't paid you. So <laughs> you just say whatever you want. So, but- well, You've paid me in this free room and board at this house. Well, okay. So, but- but you said exactly what I was thinking is that you've got to vet the situation. You know, for example, I'm going to this digital summit in Denver and I know like I can just quickly go look at past events, look at how busy it was on social, look who the speakers were in the past, who's involved. Cause I know for me to attend this summit next month, it is going to be, well, next month, depending it's in June of 2016. And it's very important for me to be there because I know who's going to be there. And this is a good thing for me. Yeah. My business coach always used to tell me, you know, before you go to an event, you make your money back. Like even as an attendee, her point was, so she's a coach. She's going to set up clients in that out of state area. She's going to sell to someone in that out of state area just from like connecting. So like you just said, you're going because you know, it's going to be lucrative and you're going to have relationship and you're going to have future connection and your business is going to grow. So again, you're right. Go through a case by case basis, do sort of an assessment and then evaluate the outcome after. Look at that nursing skill. Nice job. (laughs) Assessment, diagnosis, planning, implementation, and evaluation. I knew I forgot some steps. And make the money. (laughs) That's right. So for those of you who are going to need more information or education about this whole speaking thing, it is going to be a lesson or a series of lessons in the On The Pulse Academy. So we'll be talking more granularly about this topic and many, many other topics related to entrepreneurship and business for healthcare people. Yeah, healthcare. And, the, and the cool thing is that we'll be in those forums and each of us with our unique perspectives, where we are similar, where we are different, where we diverge, where we converge. And then you as the listener or the community member in the academy, you find what resonates with you and you build your business accordingly. So it's going to be awesome time and I just can't wait to rock your faces off. Oh, a term that it's rubbing off. I'm rubbing off. No, actually, my family says that. I just don't use it because I didn't want you to think I stole it from you when they... I thought you did. What? Stole it from Kevin. Do you hear this? No. Do you hear this? No. She is like... I just don't... I just got that from my family. I didn't want you to feel bad or anything, you know, because... (laughs) Well, so it it slipped out of my... I mean, it fell out of my mouth today because I'm in Kevin Ross's house. Sure. Let's give him credit for credit is due. Fine. She is a tough crowd, people. But she's going to be amazing in the community. She really is. She Mm -hmm. loves it. I tell it how it is. Well, and, and I, have fun doing it. <laughs> well, and I think that's the I think that's the thing today is that we all jokes aside, we are telling it how it is because we're advocating for for you the listener who wants to get out there. This is real life situation. The three of us have these real life 
businesses, speaking events, things that we're doing. So as Keith said, because he wanted to rap, but I won't let him because I'm going to filibuster here <laughs> we, for a we, second. We just, we heard you rapping. We're like, yeah. let's add on 10 more minutes uh, no, to the No, just keep going. <laughs> They're going to go get their jelly beans and water and stuff and the, whatever it is. And their we'll come back to the office and Kevin will <laughs> yeah. still be rapping on something else related to speaking or maybe a new topic altogether. <laughs> no, I could just go on. But again, I guess what I want to reiterate is that they're both correct. I want to ask the community now in this particular episode, and show notes will be however I do it in the pre-roll or the out-roll, so you'll know where those show notes live. I want to hear your thoughts on that. We want to hear your thoughts in the community because right now the show will launch before this academy launches, but I know this seems very controversial because some of you are are going to be saying like, yeah, but it just seems so unfair. It's not about fair. In addition to having them comment, can we also challenge those that are already business owners? Okay. Challenge them to think about raising the rates by 10% after listening to this. You think is 10, you think 10 is good? Because I said that in the video. I, that was just a nice round number too. I think 10%. it's just an easy one. Or, you know, if you want to go more, go more. But I'm saying as a beginning step to get comfortable. And today I listen to this episode. I hear what they have to say. I'm worth it. I'm going to raise my, you know, if you already have a, a business, that, you know, let's see. Uh, Would we challenge them? Yeah. And I think, I think again. Would that we challenge ourselves? We, sure. Fine. <laughs> I'm going to. I know you're, you're like, dude. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. I'll ask for that money uh-huh. already done <laughs> no but I think that's what we leave you with I think that we leave you with knowing that you are valuable you have expertise you have something to bring to the table and that that's okay and people people you know what people deserve to pay for it that's right they deserve to pay for it and you think wait that's not no I they deserve to pay for it because they are going to get something huge out of this I'm doing the math in my head. I'm going to do my own challenge. There you go. All right. What up? Yeah. So, and, and I mean, and I mean, and I'm not saying like deserve. I just want to say like deserve. Like, yeah, you, I do. You I agree. Pay, I agree. But, but it, I, sorry, I just, I kind of was doing math as you were saying that. I was like, oh, let me tell you, I was doing some math. Right. And, and so maybe, a, maybe a better term is that they, it, it should be easy for them to do this because of the value that you, they're going to bring, you, that you're bringing to their brand, to their conference, to whatever seminar, whatever it is. Yeah, I think, oh, mm-hmm. you just made a great point. You are elevating the brand of that conference by being there as you. Dude, oh. if anybody gets Elizabeth at their conference, they are lucky ducks. You're they paying sure for it. I'm so, you, you will be paying for it. <laughs> but you are a lucky duck because your brand is going to just rock Axl Rose style. Wait, you're like picturing like Axel, like <laughs> wait, Guns N' Roses? I don't uh, wear a bandana on the stage, people. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that he does. Well, I guess he still does. But anyway. At uh, any rate. I don't want to continue to filibuster here, but we're, we're just bringing up points here that that's what I wanted to leave you with. It's, it's not just the money that you're charging the, the, the client. It's the value that you're bringing to them. And likely their return on investment could potentially be five, tenfold on that small investment that they're making you right absolutely right. absolutely right. so without a doubt anything else here necky man mr neck mr neck <laughs> keith i can't turn my neck carlson yeah no i don't think there's anything more there's plenty more to say but i think we've said enough for now we have we've talked a lot this week we've spoke till we can speak we've no more talked our mouths off go yeah. to speak pipe speak yourself yes so rnfmradio.com under the contact us section speak pipe elizabeth is Seriously, waiting. She keeps hitting refresh on the browser. Is there another one? Is there another I one? I do. I go one? in the email every day waiting to see SpeakPipe. That's right. If you want to have your voice on RNFM Radio, 
Go to the contact us page, click on the speak pipe app, put in your contact information, record it, and we will play it on air. I think you'll understand what Keith just said. We've talked so much and he just tripped out. <laughs> Keithopedia is well, like crashing. It's like a 404 right. page. He's right. We have spoken for four days straight. Yeah, exactly. My brain has melted. All right. Well, Kevin Filibuster Ross at Innovative Nurse signing off. Elizabeth, stand up for your worth and value. Scala at Elizabeth Scala. Keith, I can't speak no more. Carlson at Nurse Keith. All right. So what more to say here? We just hope that you found some value in this, especially for those that are trying to launch a speaking career. And again, sometimes you have to cut your teeth on certain situations, certain conferences, and maybe you get your expenses, this your basic expenses covered. But again, I, I think you have to decide that for yourself. But there is a point, and hopefully that is soon coming for you, that you're like, no, I, I need to get paid to speak. I, I have something valuable to bring. And not to mention the people that are attending these conferences and these, you know, these platforms where someone like yourself is bringing that knowledge. I mean, quite frankly, there, I think there's definitely heavily the value tied into the investment that people are making. So those two, I think, go hand in hand. Those two are very important. So I don't know what more I could really say. I think we kind of, as goofy as we were on the show, maybe again, more me than anybody else, we're really serious about this. And hopefully you have found something that ignites, that it would ignite your passion, your drive to to want to elevate and take that next step in your speaking career. So anyway, let's just get out of here because we know your time and attention is important and your time is definitely important. Of course, I want to thank my co-hosts, Keith Carlson, he is that prickly pear soda, and you don't know if it's it's sugary or it's prickly or whatever that is. You just have to pop open the can to figure out the mystery. And of course, Elizabeth Scala, head of programming here, she's like that phone call you've made to that long lost friend, and you you talked for hours catching up, and you didn't know why it took you so long to call, but you're so glad that you did. And of course, myself producing this show, Kevin Ross that's me just get on and find that passion be intentional execute on those ideas rinse and repeat and we'll see you back here with us again on our next episode of rn fm radio <laughs>